Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, how are you on this January 7th, 2024? 2024. You almost said 23. Isn't that crazy? I heard it. I, heard it. I yeah, almost tried, yeah, I almost tried yeah. to say it. Anyway, ha, got the music in there. <laughs> you did. Well, you I did. did. I couldn't be without it. I missed it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a wintry evening. Snow is falling and the whopping... Armageddon, Snowmageddon thing that we were supposed to have turned out to be five inches. That's it. That's all we had. Here we go. For the weathermen out there on TV that scare everyone half to death, that's what you get. A big round of applause. People are just absolutely losing their mind. We got nothing. <laughs> we had we had pouring rain here. We had a little bit of snow, uh, some snow to the north of us, mm-hmm. and there was a very sharp dividing line between snow and rain. I'm sit. I was sitting in rain. You're in the green had, zone. You're in the oh, green zone. Oh man, did it, I, I? Well, we probably got three inches of rain though, so mm. that's like a lot, right? Well, so much to talk about. So much yes, to talk about. There is. So, where would you like to start? Well, I think I think some good news on the on the firearms front. California got their PP slapped again when they tried to come up with their no go zones and the Supreme Court said, "Ah, yes. I've been there, done it. We're not talking about it. Stop it. Stop it. That's the sensitive places law. Yes. And Where they try to make every place a sensitive place. They tried to make every ounce of pavement in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, a sensitive place. And that just got enjoined by a judge here the other day. So, uh, Best of luck to you guys, everybody. So it seems that there are some judges that are total um, hacks and and partisan wackadoos, and there are some judges that actually do their job and, and enforce the law as it's written. Imagine that. Well, how many times does the damn Supreme Court have to say, you can't do this with gun laws, you can't do this with gun laws, you can't do this with gun laws, and they just keep doing it? With gun laws. <laughs> with gun laws, with more gun laws that are just absolutely unconstitutional. Uh, what, the, what the people in, in charge don't seem to quite really get the grasp of is the Constitution is not there to give us rights. The Constitution is there to restrain the government. Mm-hmm. Our rights come from our creator. It's correct. God-given rights. That's correct. God-given rights. So, so they seem to uh, forget that, don't they? They a do. Bit. A little bit. Well, little because bit. they forget who God is and who they're not. They're not a God. No. Notice how I not. said that's a little G versus the big G upstairs. Anyway. Yes. I uh, wanted to bring up the fact that fentanyl, they intercepted a huge uh, fentanyl shipment. What, 1,500 doses coming well, into? Well, it, it was a very sizable sizable apprehension in in minneapolis minnesota uh the minneapolis park police made the arrest and uh were able to um seize 1500 uh, fentanyl capsules 
And that could have been, you know, 1,500 dead bodies. Mm. Think about that for a quick minute. You mentioned a playground, didn't you? What were they, targeting yeah. kids? No, they were, that's where they just happened to apprehend oh, them. all right. But uh, in, in one of the Minneapolis parks, and, you know, I used to live there. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it's really gotten bad there. Uh, 1,500 doses of fentanyl. That's it's unbelievable. That's mass murder. That's 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 a mass murder. And they just keep coming. And where's it coming from? Across the border. That's right. Of course. Across I mean, the border. Come on, we all know where it's coming from. It's just, it's it's absolutely. It's just it's it's astounding. Why can't anybody do anything about this? Why can't they? Because they don't want to. That's why. Why are we not arresting people for not following the law? There's a big difference between policy and law, right? Right. right. So your policy is is irrelevant compared to the law. However, I disagree with you because the policy of the Biden administration is to to enforce the laws that they want to enforce uh, their own agenda and not enforce all the laws, which is what they did when they took the oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. That's why you're not getting any type of restraint on the government because they think that they know None. more than we do. Just absolutely no restraint whatsoever. Not even not even a bit. Doesn't it make you so angry? Yes, it does. Well, it's upsetting. Yes, that too. Because I have to follow all the laws. If I step outside of the, you know, the 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 color outside the lines, I get squashed like a bug, man. Yep. Squashed so, just like grape. Exactly. Crushed. Um, I don't know. I think it's, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the world has turned back on again after the holiday. You know, like everything kind of shuts yeah. down for two weeks. Now, uh, three. Well, 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 three, and the rest of us worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Um, however, there's, there's concern right now. There's more J6 coming out. And I was listening to Lou Dobbs. He was interviewing uh, Jake. What's his last name? He's a J6 prisoner who's been in solitary confinement, went to 13 different prisons. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, lock, you know, uh, local lockups held downstairs in solitary confinement, no charges, no trial, no due process whatsoever. And he has written a book about his experiences on January 6th. He gets into the real story. Uh, and this is, this is something that I, I would encourage everyone to go listen to Lou Dobbs and, and his interview that he did from January uh, 5th. Uh, my understand well, my understanding is uh, the government is fixing to go after another couple of thousand people that they've identified were even in DC at that time. So this is what we're doing. So the good news is, however, out of all this nonsense and and things that just make your head spin, the Supreme Court has taken up a case uh, regarding a January sixer. Um, and the details are still coming to light. You know, the, the case is going to be heard, and this could also affect President Trump as insurrectionists and, and 
you know, basically how they can't do this. There's another case coming in front of the Supreme Court uh, regarding the legality of uh, Jack Smith there, the the rogue prosecutor special counsel who actually may not have the authority to do anything that he's doing because he was not appointed by the Congress. Well, this all could be just... uh kind of uh, made to go away. Yes. Like as in big pee-pee slap. Huge pee-pee special slap. Pro- are special prosecutors appointed by, they're not appointed by Congress, they're appointed by uh, uh, special counsel or special prosecutors are appointed by DOJ, right? No. Congress. Congress? Congress has to appoint it. Really? Yep. Or the money and has they- to be appointed, it has to be Appropriated. appropriated by the Congress, you know, for the, and, and I'm trying to remember that uh, I know that there was, there's talk that the Againo there. Uh, I find it hard to believe that they made that simple mistake. Yeah. He made, there was no money that he is allowed to use to do it. Supposedly there's some technicality, but. Anyway, one other thing I wanted to bring up about January 6th, since we just passed the anniversary of January 6th, and the Democrats were crying foul that everyone, you know, there has to be more done about January 6th, the insurrection. Tom Fitton. I think it's, of, like, I think it's like five people. Yeah. Yeah, there's only five people that really are yapping. Yeah, they're about. screaming. Uh, insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. Give me a break. And they had no guns, and they were walking nicely through the, the Capitol. Anyway. Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch uh, took on the case of Ashley Babbitt, the estate of Ashley Babbitt, the husband, the survivor, the widower, suing the government, wrongful death, $30 million for wrongful death against the lieutenant who, I guess from what I understand, shot into the crowd without even looking and murdered Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Allegedly. Sure did. Well, he admitted on TV, so he did it. Um, so he's not going to, the government's going to have to pay something, and they're going to want this to go away and not go to court, go to discovery, but you know as well as I do, they're not going to let this one go. But that's coming down the pipeline this year too. So we'll see. Our famous words, we'll see, which are my least favorite words in the world, in the English dictionary. Uh, anyway, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get a turn. Great, you get a turn. You know what okay. I mean. I can start talking. Uh, and not stop. I want to talk about Fauci getting dragged up in front of Congress uh, coming up here real soon. Is he really? I gotta watch this. That's that's my understanding. <sighs> Fauci. There's. I I did read a story that there was definitive evidence that Fauci was paying for gain of function, or what we said back in 2020 when this whole thing started, we called it a bioweapon. Yes, we we kind of did, didn't we? Uh, and we were kind, we were very right. I'm not even going to say kind of right because we were very right. Oh, of course we were. <laughs> so Fauci's <laughs> going to go against Rand Paul again. Oh, this should be fun. 
My understanding is it's going to be uh, Rand versus uh, him and Marjorie Taylor Greene's part of this whole thing. It should be interesting. <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh, he's not going to be able to talk. He's not going to be able to talk his way out of this for too much longer. No. And and he's... I think he's running out of room. You think he's running to another country right now? That's what I want to know. There's been a lot of people saying, I'm leaving. You know, like I'm out of uh, here. My understanding is that there are a couple of top A-listers that have actually uh, packed up their shit and, and pulled out of town. You mean Tom Hanks? Yeah. No longer available in the country. Yes, I'm not here anymore. I live somewhere else now. It wouldn't happen to do with anything. You know, this whole thing about the uh, the release of the Epstein yeah. names and... I guess I guess what what Ben or uh, what um, one of the senators uh, wants right now in his hands, one of the Republican senators, he wants the black book. You know the con the contact. Oh, he list. wants everything. They want everything. Yeah, they want everything. So I don't yeah. know how much longer they're going to be able to postpone that one. Well, this this whole thing just really opened up Pandora's box, didn't it? I mean, yeah, we we always knew that there was a problem there, and and now it's like, okay, now there's definitely a problem there, right? Um, mm. It's not like, uh, you know, that testimony. It's very important to note that Alan Dershowitz made a very interesting point the other day when he was discussing mm-hmm. uh, what you're reading for testimony. He said, "Be a little bit careful with it." He said, because sometimes people do lie under oath. Mm. So just remember that's testimony. Mm -hmm. So just, yes, there's some evidence to back up some of the things, but just being somewhere doesn't constitute necessarily a crime, right? Correct. Unless, unless you're, you know, in Washington DC on January 6th of 2021. Well, oh, isn't that that double standard problem again? Hey, yeah, it is that double standard again, isn't it? It so, is a little bit of a problem, but I do have standards. <laughs> Wasn't for standards, <laughs> but you I do know. have a stand. No, I do have no, I do have standards. I can't, I can't play their game. Oh, all right. right, just because somebody went to that island doesn't necessarily mean that they did something wrong. No, but it's but, just that they were hanging out with somebody really bad, and I think they need to explain themselves. So the the talk of the town now is is Epstein a Israeli Mossad agent or is he a CIA agent or who knows? The guy is a well. Let's talk about it. Okay, is he a? Uh, is, nobody seems to understand or know where the guy got all his money. He was an investment banker or something, some kind of investment capital uh, venture. Nobody know where he would get the kind of money that would be required to run the operation he was running. So, okay. So anytime someone comes into prominence and is doing something that they're accusing him of being the perv, but somehow was left alone all those years to get all that information and able to support large Huge real estate areas, New Mexico, and what island is it down in the in the Caribbean? The U.S. Virgin Islands or something like something that. Like Somewhere that. in the Virgin Islands, yeah. With jets and where's all this fucking money coming from? That's a good question. You have to be bankrolled for that kind of stuff, don't you? Yeah, who was running him? Right? Yeah. He, you know, there are a lot of theories about him, and and someone says, well, he's an he's a 
intelligence officer for Israel. He was CIA. He was this, that, and the other thing. I'd be willing to bet that he was the front man for a whole bunch of different shit. Hmm. I bet he was involved with all sorts of unseemly people. Hmm. If I had to guess. If you had to guess. I would have to say that uh, him working for Shin Bet or, or one of the other, or Mossad or one of the other Israeli intelligence agencies isn't beyond uh, the realm of the possible. Hmm. Um, you know, what works better for intelligence than to have leverage over somebody? Right. Right. Compromising material, blackmail. Right. You will do what we tell you to, or we will release this. Correct. Do this, or this happens to you. And uh, yeah. And doesn't it doesn't it seem like when you have these votes, and you're supposed to be representing a population that, by every survey, by every poll, clearly indicates that they want a certain thing done, and they vote against it. Doesn't it just make you think, kind of scratch your head and say, hmm, doesn't it, what kind of common sense does this make? None. And then every, every two years, four years, or six years, they thank you for your support or during their term as they shit on your couch. Right, right. You know what I mean by that? Oh, yeah. And then they just become the less horrible choice of the two that are running, right? So you personally. So Jesus. So I think there's something to say about that. And I think we should we should we should dive into this just a little bit more. These these people are just insane. The elections are not elections, they're selections. These people are installed because they they are going to be compliant. And I'm finding that in any aspect of anyone's life, if you speak your mind, if you try and stand by principle, if you try to do the right thing, then, and you do it better than someone else does, there's a threat or you are a threat to, to their perceived power. And, and I'm talking in general terms. I'm not saying anyone specifically. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm just kind of talking in general terms. If you, as a representative of an area that you're supposed to be, you know, you should be taking surveys all the time and, and being and communicating with the constituents. And oh, well, do you, do you mean actually representing your constituency in their best interests? Yes, I mean I have never, you know, I I live in a democratic stronghold. I get it, and I write to my congressman all the time, and you know what happens. Not one word comes back to me because I'm always telling him, I don't support you doing this. I'd rather you do it this way. I didn't vote for you last time. I'm not voting for you again. And somehow he pops in there every single time. Well, I'm pretty sure in that kind of negotiation, Bravo, I wouldn't let him know that you have no intention of voting for him ever. (laughs) Just a thought. He's going to do what the Democrats tell him to do anyway. Well, so. of course he is. <laughs> I was thinking a lot about this the other day. You know, this this very thing, pardon me. All of a sudden, I'm getting congested and I'm. Yeah, feeling for clamped. Feel, yeah, Here's a topic. Losers who act as congressmen yes. discuss. Yes. Okay. People, people that intentionally go seeking power. Let's, let's criticize them. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. There's a lack of common sense in, in this whole thing. Well, they're, they, they've they've kind of lost it. I mean, they're they're not in any way. None of this shit coming out of Washington D.C. is the will of the people. It it just isn't. So the basic premise of the United States Constitution, uh, constitutional republic by the people for the people is being ignored. Because it doesn't sure fit it is. the small cabal's need for doing it their way. Well, it, it is a cabal. Mm. And anything connected to politics on a large scale, and, and even in small town politics, it's all a cabal. Mm-hmm. It's the same people that know the same people, that hang around with the same people, that have rubbed elbows with the same people in the same crowd their entire careers. Right? Mm-hmm. They all know each other. Right. Right? Yep. So, as a, for example, this is a perfect transition here. You know I have a bone to pick with the Montgomery County Public Schools, right? Yeah. Well, they have a huge budget. They have like a $3 billion budget. That's a lot of tax dollars. Yes, it is. They run 213 schools. Billion, three billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. And and they had the they had the cojones to go and ask for another seven hundred ninety five million. What are they doing with all this money? Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you accuse me of like cliffhanging and yabbering on too well, much. Just just hang tight, all there, right. man. So, so what what do you think at a, a, an external affairs senior advisor? does for a school district say that again a what an external affairs senior advisor if it's not a teacher if it's not the principal if it's not the aide or the lunch lady i have no idea what that person does really well okay so this person will play a crucial role in advancing priority areas within the district what Yes. What kind of bullshit is this? Oh, my God, dude. I know. Just well, let me read the article. I mean, everybody's got to hear this. You're, this is this shit is far too good. This oh, my shit God. Is too good. I can't believe it. Dr. Monifa B. McKnight, superintendent of schools, recently announced the addition of an external affairs senior advisor, Nancy Navarro. More on Nancy Navarro in just a minute. From fostering collaborations with various agencies to devising strategies aimed at bolstering the district's outreach and engagement endeavors, Navarro's support will reinforce the key priorities set by the MCPS Board of Education. <laughs> Dude, you just talked, you just spoke in word salad. <laughs> I know. Just hold on. It gets better. Oh my God, there's more. There's more. There's lots more. Navarro served 13 and a half years on the county council where she represented District 4 and served as council president multiple times. These are the same gaggle of assholes I'm complaining about constantly, okay? (laughs) Navarro is also a former elected member of the Montgomery County Board of Education, where she served as both president and vice president for two consecutive years. Don't tell me she doesn't have any influence, right? She's in the club, right? Hold on. Uh 
Navarro's responsibilities align closely with prioritizing the expansion of early childhood program as prescribed by the Blueprint for Maryland's Future. Her focus extends to promoting student wellness, enhancing community outreach and engagement, especially within the Latino community, and fostering improved communication between MCPS and county leaders. Oh, my God. Hold on. We're not done yet. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. There's more. Oh, this is God. just too fucking good. Drawing from her extensive experience in Montgomery County, Navarro's efforts will be instrumental in crafting essential strategies and establishing meaningful connections and critical, critical to providing all students with a clear pathway to college, career, and community readiness. What the fuck does any of that even mean? Well, they used Other a lot than, of SAT words, first of all. Oh, I mean, those are all SAT they, words. Every uh, and, every new age business buzzword was used. They could have taken an MBA program and thrown it on a piece of paper. Oh, my God. I just, they want, so what I'm hearing. Oh, this is shit. Some, wait, wait a minute. Maybe Dr. Gay kind of adapted that from something from somebody else. Oh, well. Oh, no, it's possible. Well, well she she's a loser. Yeah, it's possible. So, Plagiarist. anyhow. So what I'm hearing is that this program or this person who they probably just gave her a job to shut her up or to, to oh, no, it's reward a her. It's a, it's, a, it's a reward. To reward it's a her. On the I, said, you know, right. I, no, I was yeah. getting there. It's a reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you hear that everyone's going to college? Everyone needs to go to college. Everyone should go to college because you can't become an HVAC, an electrician, or, or a plumber. I mean, this is nuts. Absolutely nuts that these people are forcing oh. everyone to college because they want to con- control the the everyone's I, uh, financial future, which is going to well, be in debt. That's what it oh, is. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on, Bravo. Chill. Chill, chill. What's your job? You're, you're just, you, you missed everything. So what I was getting at was. I didn't miss you, anything. Your, your, point, no. your, your point, your, your point is, is there, but, but the bigger point is this. What is this person supposed to do? What's her job? Put everyone into college. No, I don't think that's her job. What's her job? According to what I just read, what's her job? I had to get through the big words. It makes my head hurt. Uh, There's so many bullshit buzzwords in here. There's no telling what this job really is. But you can't and tell further, what the job is. And further, yeah. as a as a employee of the district, her salary is mandatorily, it needs to be published. Now, keep in mind that this district just cut special education services to the bone. They got rid of like 400 paraeducators in the district because they just couldn't pay the bill anymore. No, but they can pay this twit. How much money a year? Oh, I guarantee you she's up in the 250s, 300. I guarantee you they'll pay her $300,000 a year, 250. To do absolutely nothing. Sit on to her do, ass and, that's and right. do nothing. It's, it's, it's a no-show job is what this is. Ugh. So... That's another thing I want to talk about is using the educational institutions in this country to launder money. Mm. So she was paid and, off for all the mm-hmm. crap she did as a school board member. This is a payoff to her. That's right. To sit and do nothing and come up with some Col- memos and do things from home and go on vacation. And collect a big check. And uh, yeah. Yeah. 
And guess what? That's a payoff using my tax money. How do you like that? These people aren't even hiding it. That's my point here. The party is going to come to an end very soon. Is it? I think so. No, there's... um. So there was uh, McLaughlin from the McLaughlin group who does uh, polling mm-hmm. has been very um, diligent in asking particular questions and getting the responses. Basically, you have 25% of the African-American or the black community that's going to vote for Trump. The Hispanics are off the chart for Trump. You have people that are leaving the Democrat Party in droves that are going to be voting for Trump. And now you have President Trump going into New York and going into all the areas that are dyed blue, you know, like uh, hard, true blue. And there's chan- there's thought that he's going to be actually able to turn them red because people are sick and tired of what's going on right now, and the polls support everything I just said. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. This illegal immigration bullshit, Mm -hmm. do you think it impacts the wealthy neighborhoods, or do you think it attracts them to the poor neighborhoods? (sighs) It's an easy question, right? It's to the poor neighborhoods, of course. Right. So these people, generally speaking, are are now experiencing the pain, right? Mm -hmm. Their lives are, are, are... significantly worse uh today than they were you know a couple of years ago right so what do you say it's you got to learn by experience right right it's experiential learning but i think you know as as this year goes further the four cases right now against president trump are in big trouble they're they they're one's delayed another one's delayed and and Jack Smith is in such a rush to get the trials going so that they can convict President Trump to get him off the ballot. You have Secretary of States in Maine. You have you have uh, uh, Colorado ripping him off the ballot just to get him off the ballot so that they Supreme can, Court's about ready to weigh in on that. That they're going to say, uh, yeah, they're going to have their say in it, and it, it he hasn't been convicted for insurrection. No one was carrying a gun. During the insurrection, I mean, you have to you have to overthrow the government in an insurrection. Is that the last time I checked? That's what the dictionary says. You know, you got to overthrow the government. They didn't overthrow the government. Nope. You got the bonehead Biden in there. And oh, by the way, talking about election time, he he launched his election reelection bid. <laughs> yeah, and and it's <laughs> disgusting how he relates to. You and I, Alpha. Well, don't you remember? Don't you remember what we said about a year ago? Don't you remember what I what we said? You mean when he was in front of the building and the red lights looked like the evil well, empire? That one, the Dar- Darth brand in there, but Darth uh, <laughs> but uh, what we said about a year ago was it's going to get really direct and disgusting, mm. and it's going to get very very personal, and it's going to get very very nasty. So you're just you're just seeing what we talked about a year ago. Not that we're smarter than anybody else, but it was just the natural escalation of things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. It's a, this is sick. It's just disgusting. It's, it's completely uncalled for. Well, um, 
I, 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 I was, I was personally insulted by, by his so-called speech. Although he can't read his speech very well, the guy can't put two words together, let alone a sentence. Um, he's getting, and he's getting bad. I mean, he's just, I mean, really, really bad. Well, uh, my understanding is that Jill had to drag him off the stage the other day. He was literally lost and just wandering around in circles. She had to hold him by the arm and toddle him off the stage. This is really bad. It's elder abuse, too, but that's not the story. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Well, running out of stuff to talk about tonight. Well, we kind of did a rapid fire of what's going on and all the stuff, yeah. and the snow is not a snowmageddon by far by any stretch of the imagination. No. Well, just just, uh, just to hold your water there, um, my understanding is there's a there's another one on its way that uh, they're very, very concerned about the next one coming through uh, because of the potential for uh, high, high wind and, uh, so and severe that the, weather. Let's, let's define a blizzard, by the way. A blizzard is like how much snow in one to every hour? It's like one I, I believe it's an inch an hour with winds, um, and the temperature's got to be below a certain point. I think it's like 30 or 34 degrees or something like that, and the wind has to be 55 degrees or, or above. 55, 55 miles, miles an hour, hour or, above. or above. Yeah, yeah, you have to have high winds. So the blizzards oh, yeah. are pretty nasty. Oh. Do you, do you remember uh do you remember ninety three? Oh yeah. I was, Holy jeez. I was running around with uh <laughs> I was uh stuck in the middle of it at the firehouse. Yeah. The whole thing. So so was I. We were running calls on snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. I try to explain that to people how much snow we actually got and uh they find it a little bit hard to uh believe that we got seven feet of snow. Mm. Seven feet of snow hmm. i have never seen so much snow <laughs> right did you have to go shovel hydrants um we didn't do that the people do that in our neighborhoods so not to... nobody shoveled hydrants in our district mm. it sucked and they all got plowed in and wow. the poles were covered <laughs> wow seven feet yes. tall Seven foot of snow was ridiculous. Oh, one more thing before we go. Uh, I wanted to talk quickly about how Vivek is giving master's classes on how to handle the press. And I think this is important <laughs> for everyone to take to learn from. Because when it comes to answering questions and being in the middle, being on the receiving end of questions that just, are are no they're not relevant to the topic of at hand or questions get answer asked because they already have the answers to the questions that they're asking you and you may not want to answer them right so but when it comes to when it comes to a question like so how long have you been beating your wife for i haven't been <laughs> beating my wife what are you talking about and then all of a sudden, <laughs> you're off the topic of conversation that yes. they don't want to talk about, and they want to put you on the defenses so they can get a sound bite, a little snippet of little words that they can string together, make you sound like a wife beater. So well, let me ask. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. 
when did it become taboo to tell somebody that I'm not interested in talking to you about this topic? When did that, uh, when did people, um, get afraid that they would offend somebody by putting up barriers and boundaries? I think that's relatively recent. It's like five years, six years. So somewhere around there. Don't you remember the classic answer when we were questions, when we were kids and we asked an adult the question, it's none of your goddamn business. That's right. It's none of your goddamn business. Right. Move along. So in this day and age of being called a racist and a homophobe and a transphobe, and blah, 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 and every phobic, histophobic phobophobes, as Dan would say, we are now in the point where we forgot to check the Constitution, and it says, that it said, or does it say this, actually? Where is it written that you have the right not to be offended? doesn't. Unfortunately, there has been some change in the grammar police or the, you know, the, the language police or whoever you want to call them or words that get co-opted. And everyone's worried about offending people. Well, this has been going on for a long time. Hmm. Now, you know I, that this yeah. has been going on a long time. Yeah, I mean, and, been... and we've talked about this before. I'm not saying go around and offend people, but when when you don't agree with someone, it used to be you say, "Okay, agree to disagree. Let's go get a let's get something to eat." Okay, you know that's that's the way it was. Well, now everything's become some kind of life or death struggle, and there's no common ground anymore, man. Mm. just isn't so when you watch Vivek and you see him bring out the facts about the way I'm not going to be I'm not going to participate in your in your words you know word parsing ceremonies or I'm not going to be the one that's going to tell you a sound bite that you're going to use against me I'm not going to answer this question next (laughs) you know exactly right unless you're unless you're on the stand in a court case, and you have to answer the questions, then go right ahead. You can't. You can't lie. But well, I, when when did I just don't feel like discussing that with you? Uh, you know, when did that fall out of favor and fall out of fashion? Like because you have to. It's you none of your damn business. Well, the other part of this this discussion is the fact that I see all over the place. Everyone wants to make everyone else happy. And you know what? You can't make everyone happy. Well, that's, what, that's, what I what I see on the other end of that and, and the way people try to answer and make everybody happy is this. I see everybody out there with the gotcha question, right? I see, mm-hmm. um, I see the media. I see reporters. I see people out there looking for the zinger. They're always looking for the zinger. Well, they're all about sound points, right? Of course they are, right? So if you want to fall into the zinger, you know, trap, go mm-hmm. ahead. The better way to answer that question is turn the question back around on them. Mm-hmm. Like, ask me a question. Ask me a question. Um, Alpha, can you please uh, comment on the fact that the sky is blue today? Why would you want me to comment on the color of the sky? Well, you know, it seems like you're avoiding the question, Alpha, about the sky color. And I'm just trying to get to the fact here that the sky is blue. Don't you agree? I find your question to be absolutely asinine and irrelevant. I'm not going to answer your question. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, so you, that's what happens with the with a the reporter. They don't know how to. They don't know how to get yeah. past their soundbite. You're, 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 look right. at look at Pierre Pauvre up in Canada. Look what he did to that poor reporter. That was so using good. Using the same technique. I that mean, was he just, so good. He just sat there and grabbed onto a piece of information. You just do a reflection technique, mm-hmm. and you just destroy somebody. So you spin it back to them. It's called reflection. Yes. Yes. Yep. It's actually an interrogation technique. Ah. Uh. <laughs> who says that? Who said that? Who's they? What do you mean who said that? Who's they? Who's they? What they? What exactly? What What does this have to do with the tea in China? I, I don't understand this. Exactly. So, well, the thing about it is is people have just become afraid to stand up for themselves and they get themselves into traps by running their mouths when they should be quiet. Vivek was very smart. Mhm. Very smart. That was good. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, I still don't. I still don't like him. Yeah, I. I think he's. I, I think it doesn't. He's. He's bringing the focus back to where it belongs, and that is to common sense. And and let's let's talk about the issues. Let's talk about you. Want, you have a disagreement with the issue with Vivek? Great. But you know what? Let's let's get back to some kind of semblance of, of, de, of gen, uh, uh, of debate with respect, you know, and, and you can agree to disagree. You don't always have to agree on everything, but we got to come to resolutions too. Well, you don't always have to be right either. That's right. You're right. So I don't know about you, Bravo, but I've got a long work week ahead of me and I am exhausted. Well, thank you everyone for joining us here on the Signal 50 podcast, where two lifelong friends love to talk about current events and the hashtag hard truth of those current events or whatever else may be coming to the forefront of our minds. We're glad you can share our podcast with your friends and your uh, people that follow you. If you could, please subscribe and make sure you give us a five star review. If we deserve it. Yeah, if we deserve it. I think right, we deserve everybody. it. Why not? Yeah. You know? well. All right, everybody. Hey, listen, uh, have a good week. Make it a good week out there. Uh, get ready. If you live on the East Coast, I do think that you're going to get to see some really snow heavy weather. Again. I don't think you're going to see snow. I think you're going to see high winds and rain. All right. Uh, you'll probably see snow where you're sitting. Yeah. But anyhow, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen that are out there deployed. Be careful out there, everybody. Our police, fire, and EMS, thank you very much for what you do. Stay warm, everybody. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone.